Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. We're talking about the bees. The bees. Tell your neighbor, I know who I be. I'm going to be playing on that word all month, so just don't think I don't have correct grammar. I don't this month. And every B is going to have two E's in it for this month. At least, if any man be in Christ, it's going to be all. Don't even worry about it. We good. I'm trying to make a point. (laughs) I know who I be. The biggest threat to a controlling person is trying to control someone who knows who they be. Manipulators cannot stand people who know who they be. <laughs> so if someone cannot handle your beeness, maybe they're trying to control you or manipulate you. Watch out for the manipulators. Because I already know who I be. I don't need you for identity. Are you understanding what I'm saying? We're going to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I didn't know that. Here's a fun fact. Bees are like some of the hardest working uh, insects in the whole kingdom of insectaries. <laughs> they work very, 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 very hard. Uh, and the honeybees, the honey that they produce, they say it contains every substance needed to sustain life. Honey contains all of the substances, substances needed to sustain life. Honey contains all of the substances needed to sustain life, including enzymes, water, minerals, and vitamins. Eating honey, they say, can help you be smarter. They don't like honey. That's why y'all just put that sugar on there. Let me get some sugar on it. Honey. Honey, he brought them to a land that flowed with milk and honey, not milk and sugar. Because <laughs> when God blesses you, you ain't got to go nowhere else. All you need is right here in the honey. It can help you be smarter. Uh, it's, the, it's, it's the only food that contains, I don't even know how to pronounce this, pinocembrin. P-I-N-O-C-E-M. B-R-I-N. I don't even know how to pronounce it. What is it? That was kind of good, right? Thank you. That's an antioxidant that improves brain function. So just eating honey can make you smarter. These are just natural scientific facts. We didn't even get to the Holy Ghost and the Spirit yet. But you can see how naturally we're not drawn to things that can make us better. We would rather have a now later in Skittles than something with honey and oats. We are naturally drawn in our lower nature to things that bring us lower, not higher. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Do you have honey with your tea or honey with your, or do you use sugar? You understand what I'm saying? Honey is the better supplement. It might not taste as good as other certain things. I like how honey tastes personally. Yeah, we need to get into honey. It makes you better as a human being. God put this natural thing in the earth, this natural sweetener in the earth called honey, and it helps our brain function. What better better supplement or what better uh, 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 ingredient or food should we take? I mean, things that make your heart better as well, but these things literally help brain function. So we should shift a little bit from other sugars and sweeteners to honey, just naturally. That's okay. I'm sorry. Scriptures, scriptures, scriptures. Honey does not go bad. Honey never spoils. Are you ready, bees, to produce something that won't expire? I'm just talking to the bees today. Are y'all ready to start a business that ain't going bankrupt? Are y'all ready 
to have a marriage that you won't divorce are you ready to create something that will be sustained for eternity it doesn't spoil it'll crystallize and it'll become thick and cloudy over time but if this happens you just take the lid off the jar put it in a pan of water and warm it over some low heat that's all you gotta do that's all you gotta do when it crystallizes and get all cloudy if it starts to not look like honey again just apply a little heat to it uh oh <laughs> until the honey returns to its original consistency did y'all hear what I just said so sometimes God allows a little heat in your life not to burn you out but to return you to your consistency Woo! you used to pray what happened let me give you a little heat you used to love me you used to worship you used to not be ashamed now you're getting a little crusty let me put some heat to you to return you to your place of consistency that's why heat is applied to your life not to turn you away from God but to turn you back to God you got to start noticing when you get a little crusty you got to start realizing when you get a little crystallization when you get a little thick and cloudy yeah yeah when you get cloudy and confused a lot and you used to have a lot of peace you need to return to that warm place of fiery prayer you got to go back to the effectual, fervent. Oh, they quiet on this side. Let me go to my bees. Where my bees at? You got to go to the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous. You got to warm it up. Look at your neighbor and say, warm it up. 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 That'll return you to your original state of consistency. He applies heat to our lives to return us. And when you return, you always taste better. It tastes even better. It's marinated and set for a little while. It's like wine. The longer it sits, the more potent it is. So when you return to your state of consistency, you're not even on the same level. You're a stronger consistent. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Y'all got to get with me early. I'm not going to... Okay. I'm too long. <laughs> you got to understand who he created you to be. God created man in his image. After his likeness, the first scripture says, and, and he says, male and female, he created them, and he blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. God created man in his own image, and the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. You were created in the image of God, and I know that's hard to believe because you've never seen God. You just saw your uncle's. All I saw was my cousins, classmates, and schoolmates, and family members. I look like them. No, we all look like God. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You are made in the image of God because once you know who you look like, you start acting like them a little bit. Once you know who you're created like, you start to become like. That's why the Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Because the more you see him, the more you become like him. For it does, I'm about to, it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when we shall see him, we shall be like him. For we shall see him, I'm sorry, as he is. So the more we see Christ, the more we become like him. And I know that scripture is talking about when we see him, when he finally has the second coming. But even when you read the word. Jesus is the word. Did, did y'all know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bible says that the word became flesh. See, the word became flesh. It became flesh. Jesus didn't start as a person. He started as words. Uh-oh. Jesus is the walking word of God. I'm about to run. I, don't be confused. Just praise God that it's a mystery. It's just a I don't understand it. How can words start walking? You. Look at you. Somebody said, let's have a kid. Somebody, so, somebody named you something before you got here. G he said, before I formed you in the belly, I already knew you. Everything that exists is a spoken manifestation. You're sitting in a room somebody spoke about first. Y'all quiet on me for some reason. Everything that exists is a result of what somebody said. So if you want your life to look different, you got to start 
Y'all not with me yet. You got to start speaking new things. You keep speaking what upsets you and you're continually surrounded by what upsets you. But start talking about what you're expecting. Uh oh. And you'll begin to see it in your lives. I made you male and female. And he said unto them, here's the first B. I said it last week. Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Be fruitful. That's how God sees humans. He don't see us as the wrong, the wrong beings on earth that I'm trying to get right. No, he loves us. This is his purpose for us. Be fruitful. Be productive down there. Kill it. Do your job. Succeed. Become the supervisor. Become the owner. Become the lender and not the borrower. You're the head only and not, come on, the tail. Above and not beneath. That's how God sees you. Our problem is how we see ourselves. I'm going to talk about it in a minute. I rushed it. I rushed it. I rushed it. If you want to know how God sees you, he already sees you with fruitful potential. This is saying you are allowed, you have access to fruitfulness. I don't care what hood you grew up in, you can be fruitful. I don't care if none of the marriages worked in your family, you can be fruitful. I don't care if everybody else got the same sickness and diabetes, you can... Never mind. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to be different. Yeah, hold on to that B just a little longer. Hold a couple more E's. Say, I'm going to be different. I know what I've seen in my life. I know what I've been exposed to. I know what the culture says. I know what social media says, but that's not who I be. I am who, never mind. Be fruitful and multiply. You were meant to be fruitful. And being fruitful is saying a lot. Because even if it's in the context, context of regeneration, when he says be fruitful, that's a big statement. And multiply, that's huge. Be fruitful. It takes a lot to be fruitful. Let's just say, let's just say regeneration, having kids, right? Okay. So you got to do the act. That's not really work to something. That's pleasure. Okay, cool. I got you. Then you got to be patient and wait nine months. So when he says be patient, synonymously he's saying, when he says be fruitful, he's also saying be patient. Because you can't be fruitful without it. Oh, y'all. <laughs> so if God says be successful, he's not saying get the trophy. He's saying work. Oh, it got quiet. I mean, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to stand in the middle on this one because there ain't no side with me now. Because we think success is just being boss. We think success is just having a lot or having what we want. That is not success. No success just drops on somebody unless you are a child of a Kardashian. That was a joke. <laughs> Nothing is just given to you. When he says be fruitful, that means roll your sleeves up and put in work. Ha! Even if you're going to grow a banana tree, you got to get out there and prepare the ground first. Before you put the seed in there, you got to clear the, you got to clear the space where the tree going to be. It takes work to be fruitful. It takes, when he says be fruitful, he's also saying be diligent. It takes diligence to be fruitful. It takes commitment. Never mind. It's not just be fruitful. It's so much in that. You got to be faithful. You got to keep at, you, when you have the child at nine months, after the child is born, now you got to tend to the child. If he told Adam and Eve to regenerate the whole earth, you know how many kids they got to have? Y'all can't handle your one. Me and my wife looked at each other like, do we want to do this again? Are you sure you want to do this again? Number one, what your body goes through. Number two, what you go through emotionally. Number three, what you go through psychologically. Number four, what you go through financially. Number five, what you go through socially. Number six, what you go through. It takes a lot to be fruitful. So he's not telling you to be anything without him. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Everything God tells you is supposed to be too hard for you. 
Because he'll give you instruction that'll bring you to the end of you. Moses. Yes. I know you stutter, but tell Pharaoh, let my people go. The command from God. God's assignment brought me to my dead end. What God is telling me to do, I don't feel like I have the capacity to do. And when I still trust him, I step into the arena of faith. Y'all missing what I'm saying. And when you walk by faith and not by sight, that's the arena he wants you to dwell in. He wants you to dwell in the space that's beyond me. Look at your neighbor and say, that's beyond me. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. Everything, let me just go to, never mind. Everything is supposed to be too hard for you. So he can show you he's with you. Are you understand what I'm saying? I mean, no sex before marriage is like, ah! You just scratch parts of your body you ain't know you had. Just, just. And I'm not talking about the law, like, no, no. I'm just saying, if God is saying, hey, I'm trying to do new things in your life, but you're clouded by your boo right now. Your boo is everything, and I can't even get through to you. You got to chill on that. That's going to be like, it's beyond you. But when you do it anyway, you exercise his strength. Because his strength is made perfect. And my weakness. So he gives you instructions that'll make you weak so he can be strong. Did y'all hear what I just said? Never mind. Let me get you. <laughs> Never mind. Don't. Okay, so don't talk about sex at church. Got it. Y'all know we ain't scared to talk about nothing, so buckle up. You don't go to no punk church. We're not scared to talk about nothing. Y'all heard what I said? Oh, I. They ain't gonna bind me up. No. No. You gonna leave tight. I'm not gonna be tight. Nah, because these ain't my rules. I fell to these rules too. I failed at it, and I do fail. So it's not like it's, I'm telling y'all what to do. This is God's word to us. We all got to obey this. Shoot. So anyway, being faithful takes serving. You got to serve. That little kid can't eat on his own. It's two months. How old is the baby? Two months? I'm in the spirit. That baby is blessed. In the name of Jesus. What's her name? Say it again. Miracle? God said, get ready to hold your miracle. I said, God said, get ready to see your miracle. It's been inside you long enough. You're about to experience what you've been expecting. God said, get ready to experience what you've been expecting. Anybody that's waiting on a miracle, make some noise. Yeah, 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 I'm gonna show you now. What? 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 Y'all better catch this. Oh my goodness. Woo. Why'd you call it a miracle? Why? Why? You could, what, what are the complications with the birth? Hold on. Nope. 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 See, you know. You messed up my whole sermon with this. I'm sorry, I gotta hear this. I gotta hear this one. Hold on, can I sit next to y'all? Can I sit next to you? How you doing? Can I sit right next to you? He sleeps, so I sit right here with the sleep one. You stay slept. Now what happened? So I went to the doctor and they said that I was 10 weeks pregnant. And so we did an ultrasound and they said there was a baby, but there's no heartbeat. And that was on like on a Friday. And so they were gonna schedule me for a DNC. And so I was like, Right. So we went, I, they told me to come in on Monday, and I said, well, I can't come in Monday because I talked to my boss. So I came in that Tuesday, and my doctor said, well, we're going to schedule for the DNC, but we're going to check again. 
And so when they did an ultrasound. I'm about to jump. They did an ultrasound and I heard a noise and I was like, what is that? And then she's like, that's a heartbeat. <laughs> and she said, there's a baby there and she's healthy. There is a baby and she's healthy. I need y'all to give God praise in this building like you lost your mind. Even when people say it ain't gonna happen. Even when people say it's impossible and it can't happen. God said, let them check it one more time. Because when they go back, they're going to see that God is able to do exceeding. Look at your neighbor and say, there's a baby in there. There's a baby in there. There's a dream in there. There's a purpose in there. There's a destiny in there. There's an assignment in there. There's an anointing in there. There's power in there. Say it. Tell them I got something in me. I got something in me. You can't see it yet, but I dare you to speak against it. I dare you to speak against it. Don't speak against what's coming anyway. It's coming anyway. I'm oh God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. God created you to be fruitful and multiply. So I speak fruitfulness. I mean, from your career to the womb. May God open your womb. May God open opportunities. I see all things open. All things open in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, say amen. Amen. New opportunities, new opportunities. Because of, because of who you be, I speak new opportunities. I got 10 minutes. Let me, just, let me just do this next part. New opportunities. I remember when I, because of who I be, right? I remember going to Sony Music Studios years ago. And uh, my cousin at the time, Vivian Green, was doing... She was doing a, 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 not an audition, a showcase for Sony and Tommy Mottola and all these people so she can get signed as an artist. So before they sign you as an artist, they come check out a show. I like her. Let's sign her or nah, let's not sign her. So she called me to be the MD for her showcase. This is years ago. So um, I'm on the keys. I got a couple of my, my brother. All right, y'all. So I'm the MD. That means musical director. <laughs> and he's a doctor? Oh, my God. So I was the MD for the, for the engagement, and I already know who I be. You know what I mean? I had a little choir, I had GA, but we ain't have no albums out. We just was starting rehearsal. I had my choir, but we were just like having fun at, at a church at the time. Um, so I, I, we did the whole thing. I had a couple of my choir members do the background singing, and we, boy, we, man, I wish I could get the tape of that just to play it for y'all. The whole thing, I put hymns in there. They didn't even know it was hymns, because she do R&B music, so I was putting a little, sliding little worship songs in there like, here I am to worship, baby. Here I am to battle, baby, baby. <laughs> oh, you're going to get this, Jesus. <laughs> Everywhere you go, they're going to get this, Jesus. Don't hide your Jesus. Give them your Jesus. Slide it right in the track. Slide it right in the water fountain. Slide it right on the... Write it on the bathroom mirror. Who put this lipstick Jesus in here? This, oh, we can't keep nothing. So I was doing little things in there. It was so crazy. And y'all, I, I, I'm, I'm very energetic in everything I do, right? So even playing, I was like, ah, I was going, I was standing up. Me and my brother was going crazy. And so Tommy Matola and, and, and Donnie Einer, these people that was at Sony at the time, was like, okay, okay, okay. We're going to sign her. She's incredible. And I'm going to sign the guy on the piano too. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, before y'all clap. This man had no, he, he didn't know I had a choir or nothing. He just saw me and said, whatever he does, we're going to sign it. And so my manager and stuff at the time was like, um, yeah, um, he don't do R&B. 
That's just her cousin. She just called him to play. He actually, he, he, he do gospel. He said, well, I'm signing a gospel guy. We're going to do gospel. Y'all missed what I just said. We were the first gospel artists on Sony. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. We didn't even have music out. I went real quick and did an album and we put it out immediately. We were the first gospel album on Sony because I went in my beatness. When you know who you be, can't nobody stop it. Doors will open, opportunities will come, favor will find you when you know who you be. That's how I got signed. Never saw me. They sent a contract and never heard my music. Ask my wife, ask Damaris, she was there. They sent me a contract, never heard any music. I got a record deal and signed it without them even seeing my group or hearing any music. Not because I'm good, but because he's good. And I'm here to tell you when God is on your side, you can skip the process. God will accept. No, 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 hold on, hold on, I'm sorry. Let me teach y'all. I know what I'm talking about, though. I know what I'm talking about. But let me get y'all out of here. I know what I'm talking about. You don't get signed to no major label like that. And people in here, producers, hey, yo, there's other producers in here. Y'all know, you don't, you don't get signed like that. God gave us favor because I knew who I'd be. You got to know who you be. He said, before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. Watch this. Let me give y'all this real quick. Sit down. Y'all rushing me. When y'all stand up, I'm like, oh, you want more? You want more? You want more? That's how I feel when y'all standing. <laughs> what you standing for? You want some more? <laughs> before I formed you in the womb, I knew you and approved you as my chosen instrument. I know y'all ultimately know where I'm going over this. All right, B, B, I know. But let me walk it slow, because I'm really setting y'all up for next year. Before I formed you, I knew you and approved you as my chosen. So you're known, approved, and chosen before you get here. Uh-oh. So who is a classmate to, to make you feel like you're nothing? What's a bully? Before I got here, I was known, approved, and chosen. Parents, please, please teach Miracle that she's approved, known, and chosen before anybody else get in her ear, before anybody else make them feel like they are the point of approval. What's a bully when you know who you be? What's a manipulator? What? Nobody can throw you off when you already know I'm known and approved and chosen. Some people will approve you, but they don't really know you. So you got to be, keep being that fake person. So because you're approved for something, you got to keep being that thing. But God is a God that knows you and approves you. The good, bad, and the ugly. And he still loves you. Tell somebody I'm approved. But look at this. I'm done on this point. This is my last point today. This is my last. I'm going to stop here. <laughs> and, I, oh, and appointed. I lost one. And appointed. Chosen, appointed, known, approved. You're all of that before you take a breath. You're, you're all of that before you get to the womb. Are y'all hearing me? This is the mind of God concerning you. You're already known, approved, chosen, and appointed. Everybody say, I am known, I am known. and I am approved. I am, approved. I am chosen, I am and I am appointed. I am known, I'm approved, I'm chosen, I'm appointed. One more time, I'm known, I'm approved, chosen, and appointed. Know that. Don't let no swipe on Instagram change that. Don't let no reality show or movie change. I need more. I need you already. I pointed you the prophet to the nations. Then I said, now here's Jeremiah's response. Oh, God. I, I, I don't even know how to speak. I'm only a child, King James says. The, 
as a man thinketh in his heart. I want to change something real quick. A saying that we always say, just let me change it. In the next five minutes, we're out of here. Holy Ghost, five minutes. Holy Ghost, five minutes. That's different than regular, but it's still in the vicinity. I want to change how we say a thing. We always say, hey, do, I don't care. Do what you're told. Do what you're told. It doesn't matter. You just do what you're told. I want to change that to be what you're told. Uh-oh. <laughs> be what you're told. God just told him who he be, and he rejected it because of what he thought in his heart. Whatever you think if in your heart, that's who you be, regardless of if even God tells you who you are. God can't change who you are. He refuses to do it. He has all power, but he steps back. I ain't going to take your free will. You can choose to be a low life if you want, even though I called you to the high life. You can choose to be in that relationship if you want, and God let me stay in it. Yeah, I don't control you. You knew he wasn't nothing, but you ain't want to be alone. Go ahead. I'm telling you who you be, but you're saying, but I'm lonely. I'm telling you who you be, you're saying, but. Your butt is in the way. Not even God can tell you who you be. Moses, go tell Pharaoh. I stutter. Moses, go tell Pharaoh. But what if they don't believe me? Moses, go tell Pharaoh. I can't. How come I can't? How come God's word don't even change you? Come on. If God is directly speaking to humans and they're responding like that, I'm glad y'all come to church every week. I'm a human too. And y'all hearing the word, thank God. I hope y'all listening. I hope you adding it to your life. And I hope you getting better. Because I'm not wasting my time and I don't want you wasting yours. You can reject and neglect better by self-perception. You can reject better for you by how you see yourself. And we've done it for so long. You keep seeing yourself as this kid that was raped and that's under everybody. So you, a doormat mentality. Everybody can walk all over you and you can just, no, that's beneath you. Come on, man. You got to know who you be. Never mind. Not even just that. Stop making excuses for who God has called you to be. Here we go. So once you're told who you are, God told me to tell you today, be confident. And just let me explain it really quick. This wasn't where I was going today. This is where I'm stopping today. God tells us who we are so that we will become what he said. Did y'all hear that? The word, that's why you need the word of God in your life. Not just church hits and not just the service every once. You need to continually see who you be. You need to continue to see the word of God so you can become that. Because once you see your future, you adjust your now. That, that, they didn't get that one either. Okay. That's why the word of God comes. It's future tense. It's like you're this and you're that even though you're not that yet. So you can adjust your now and become that. Be confident. Confidence comes from another entity or person. The Bible calls us foolish if we have confidence in ourselves. He says, put no confidence in the flesh. So confidence comes from uh, another, another entity or another person. My mom or my wife always tell me, well, oh, you look good, boy, you're so handsome. Since you're born, you're so handsome, you're so cute, you're, so, you're just like, <laughs> looking just as silly as you want to look, but you have confidence because of someone who spoke over you. Uh-oh. Confidence comes from the words of another. Your confidence comes from the words or the brand of another entity. So if I work for Best Buy, I'm going in your house and, and y'all let anybody in your house that got the Best Buy label on it because your confidence is in the brand. Y'all missing what I'm saying. 
I'm walking in slow, but we're going to get there. So you, you understand what I'm saying? Uber Eats. Whatever. We, have we open our doors to strangers not because of we have confidence in them. But the brand is trusted. If you're in the kingdom of God, you have now entered into a trusted brand. Y'all miss what I'm saying? So your confidence should be in the words of what God said. Even models. When you're modeling, the photographer is always praising them. Oh, girl, you look good. Yes, right there, right? You look so good. Oh, sexy, sexy. Serve, serve them, serve them. Fierce, fierce, fierce. That's all they do is tell them who they are so they can become it in front of the lens. Y'all miss what I'm saying? God is waiting for you to become what he's calling you. You are powerful. You're the head. You're above. And they sit in there posing for the camera, becoming everything the photographer is calling them. I know a lot of models, and when I see them outside in their pictures, it's like, hi. <laughs> it's like, how you doing? Yeah, good, good to meet you. Go ahead. I'm just... They don't look as cute in person because they don't have the same confidence because the same people are not speaking over them. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You need to get around people that'll encourage you. You need to get around people that'll support you. You need to get around people that'll speak well of you. So many marriages have spouses that don't speak well of them and they go out into the world with no confidence. Because all you know is how wrong you are and how bad you are. You didn't clean the dishes and you didn't take the trash out. And we don't have sex enough. And we don't have all you hear is that from your spouse. So you go out in the world with no confidence. And then some other jokers see that you ain't got no confidence. And all they gotta do is say, You cute. I'm all yours. Y'all laughing, it's very serious. I mean, I know I'm funny. I did that on purpose to wake you up. But that's a serious thing. You need to get around people that'll speak. Oh, God. Who you are to you. Ask your neighbor. Neighbor. It's my closing, y'all. My last closing. Say, neighbor. Who am I to you? Do you have one word for them? Can you answer them back? Who are they to you? Who are they to you? Here we go, my last point. To be confident is to trust. 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 My wife said, you look cute, babe. I like that hoodie on you. I'm leaving this on today. I'm gonna look good. She said, yeah, oh, baby, you look. I was like, I walked out that house. I ain't know how silly I look. These furry sneakers on and this big old hoodie. But I feel like I'm, I, I feel like I did it today because my wife told me. So now I don't care about none of y'all opinion because the one who I love told me. Good God Almighty. Did y'all hear what I just said? The one who I love told me, oh, you looking good. I don't care if you roll your eyes. I don't care if you don't like these holes in my jeans. The one who I love and trust told me. And I'm here to tell you the one who you love and trust told you, you gonna make it. You gonna be all right. Never mind. <laughs> Paul was in a tsunami. But he was told by an angel, you're going to make it. Don't worry about it. The tsunami did not stop. But Paul got confidence in the words that were spoken over him. That he stood up in the storm and said, fear not. He looked foolish. He looked silly. But he was literally confident in the word of God. Uh-huh. Yep. Let's keep talking about it. David. Let's talk about it. David was spoken to that he was Good God Almighty. A king. David said, hey, you're the king. And he was anointed way before he became a king. What's going on? You going to make sure I stay as fly as you said I looked this morning? <laughs> way before he became a king, he was spoken that he was going to become a king. So he was spoken it before so he can become it. And he was so confident in that anointing that he went back to work. 
You could be so confident in who God has called you to be that you don't mind serving. It got quiet. <laughs> After he was anointed king, he went back to the sheep, which was considered one of the lowest jobs of that culture. He was so confident that he, was, that, that, that he didn't doubt what he was anointed to be. Wow. People who are afraid to serve don't know who they are. Did you hear what I just said? <laughs> and, and for years, for years before he even became king, he served. He served his brothers. He was bringing them cheese sandwiches. That's what he was about to fight Goliath. He was, he was serving them after he was anointed king. So when you know who you be, it's easy to serve others. They don't like this. I should have did this earlier. If I serve you and I'm the pastor of this church, it don't make me less of a pastor. My beingness doesn't change based on who I serve. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I will go there and hold miracle for the whole rest of the service and I'll still be the pastor. We are afraid that we will be belittled if we serve beneath our calling. But when you know your calling, nothing is beneath you. Tell your neighbor, I know who I be. I'll carry your purse. I'll carry your, I don't, I'll hold the door open for you. I'll walk you to your car because it doesn't make me less. You cannot lose a candle, cannot lose light by giving light to another candle. If I'm lit and I light you, I don't have less light. We just both lit. Look down your road and say, we all lit. Say, we all lit. I'm not going to lose any light. I'm not going to lose no swag. I'm not going to lose no personality. All I'm going to do is add to my role, add to my family, add to my friends, add to my co-workers, add, 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 multiply, multiply, multiply. Look at your neighbor and say, spread your penis. Who? Who? Does God say you are? Be that you. <laughs> Be that you. Last scripture, because this is how I'm going to start next week. Well, no, let's go to the casting out of the way. Here we go. So once you get that confidence from what's spoken over you, and let me, let me say this to you. The word bless or blessing, I say it all the time here at Live, but let me just refresh your memories. The word bless or blessing also means benediction. Bless means benediction. Diction means language or speech. Bene means good. So anytime someone speaks good to you, it's a blessing. Oh, y'all. You feel what I'm saying? It's not just here's $50. That's a blessing. Uh, that's, that's cool. But the real Blessing is what good people speak over your lives. So you need to get around people that'll bless you. Did y'all hear what I just said? Get around people that'll bless you. Thank you for this ride. You're amazing. You've always been a good friend. I appreciate you. You, you are loyal. You, and you're just driving like... Get around people that'll bless you. When the last time your close friends gave good words about you? Because it's the close ones that, that think you already know. But it'll mean the most coming from the close ones. When the last time somebody blessed you with good words? That's a, that's a big thing. I like when it's quiet like this because that means we don't, normally, we don't do that. You got friends in your life that you silently value. But they'll become more faithful if you celebrate their faithfulness. They'll become more giving if you celebrate their giving. Never mind. Huh? This is a... So once you get that word from your friends or something, you know who you be. Now you have this confidence in what they say. They say I'm a nice person. That's why Jesus said, who do men say that I am? One of my wife's favorite scriptures. Who do men say that I am? Because it matters what people think about you, but not more than what God thinks about you. But it still matters because you got to have this relationship and this relationship. Are y'all hearing me? So get around people that will bless you with good words and then you have this confidence in your life because you know who you be to them. And now when you have confidence, especially in what God has said, you got to know 
who God has called you to be. You got to know what God has called you to do. You have to know that. You got to get in your secret place and figure that out. I can't tell you right now the Bible is too vast. You might be a prophet. You might be an evangelist. You might be. All of our purpose is to help. The law of first mention for another human was help. Adam was good. Then he said, oh, it's not good that man be alone. I got to send him help. Other humans are, exist because of help. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So ultimately, whether you've got a car wash, whether you got that, whether you got a lawyer business, whether you got a doctor, your purpose is to help somebody. Find out who you be. And we stand on the promises of God. This is my last point. We stand on the promises of God. Is anybody in here waiting on something from God? Let me just, I'm going to see who I'm talking to really quick. Faith is different than trust. Y'all know that, right? Faith without works is dead. Trust is I've done everything by faith and I'm waiting on him to fulfill his part. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So when you're walking in confidence, you, you still ain't got the promise yet, but you know it's yours because he said it. Tell somebody, I know it's mine because he said it. So he says, cast not away, therefore, your confidence. Don't throw away your confidence, y'all. It has great recompense of reward, but you have need of patience. For after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promises. So you can't have confidence or trust without patience. So being a confident person means I'm also a patient person. Because I got I to gotta exercise confidence when I don't see what I'm expecting. I got to exercise confidence when I'm not sure how this thing looks, looks. So confidence and patience go hand in hand. And I know we don't jump and shout off of this, but this is real stuff right here. You cannot have confidence in what God has said without patience. Because it don't happen on your timeline. It don't happen when you want it to. It don't happen when you think it's supposed to happen. You need patience mixed with confidence. David was patient. His time was coming. He went and served his brothers. I loved it. And, and they was like, what you doing here, David? We're going to talk about it next week. They said, David, what you doing here? Who's taking care of the sheep? And he said, hey, is there not a cause? And he turned from his brothers and went to another because he know who he be. So confidence doesn't mean you're mean or arrogant. It just means you know. Oh, man. Hey. Confidence don't make me arrogant. It just means I know. So cast down away your confidence, for you have need of patience. After you have done the will of God, in all things give thanks, for this is the will of God. When you can give God thanks in all things, you're going to receive the promise. That went right over you. You have need of patience that after you have done the will of God. Well, what's the will of God? We don't know in every scenario, but we know overall that in all things give thanks, for this is the will of God. In Christ Jesus concerning you when you can give God thanks in all things you are eligible for the promises y'all okay let me let y'all go home man I gotta go to my anniversary anyway so let me just go ahead and get out of here <laughs> for yet a little while I want to prophesy to you today live that what you're waiting on is gonna come in a little while hallelujah he told me to tell you that yet a little while he that shall come will come what you're waiting on will come in yet a little while and it will not tarry you're not going to wait long for the next miracle it's coming soon tell somebody it's happening soon 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 he that shall come will come and he will not tarry your blessing is on the way your miracle it's on the way. You have to walk in confidence. Don't drop your praise level. Don't drop your worship level. Don't drop your faithfulness level. No, my confidence speaks when I can still praise him when I don't know. When I can still worship him when I'm confused. I still know that he is faithful who has promised. Our goal in this whole series is to let you know your identity. We're going to go into Jacob. We're going to go into Esau. We're going to go into David. But right now in this front part, I'm just encouraging you. Like, hey, you be, you're awesome. You're incredible. You're good. I'm trying to really encourage you and let you know what the Bible speaks about you. So you can go from trying to being. Trying is the arena of religion. You can play. I'm done. Trying is the arena of religion. 
Being is the arena of relationship. If you find yourself trying to be something, that's like religious and legal. Legalism. But when you just know who you be, mistakes and all, flaws and all, I'm a son of God. I'm a child of God. When you anchor yourself in that, you have now entered into relationship with God. Will you get into relationship with God with me? Could we take this journey on becoming human beings and not human tryings? Yeah, yeah. He's not, a, a, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. All things are become new. My prayer this month is that you become new in the name of Jesus by understanding who you are. This world and this culture will get you in a spiral of trying. It'll get you in the practice of effort, self-effort, instead of just being. We're going to look at the bees. I didn't get into it because I got a little excited with the miracle baby and all that stuff. But everything that exists, bees just exist. Nobody trains them to get pollen and nectar from flowers and put it in the honeycomb. And we're going to talk about all that they do. Nobody trains them to do it. They just be. And as they be, they provide. Just because I am, you got honey. <laughs> God is saying, just because I am, you got peace. Just because I am, you got provision. Just because I am, I ain't got to do nothing. I just exist. And I've made you to exist the same way. He told Jesus, this is my beloved son. Before he did anything. This is my beloved son who I'm well pleased. God loves who you be. Yes, he's adjusting things. Yes, he wants to change things. Yes, he wants to improve things. But just come to him with all you be. Mistakes, flaws, sins, shortcomings. It doesn't matter because you're not all, you're not just a ball of sin. There's some good in there too. <laughs> come to Jesus with all you are and let him make you all he sees. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.